A boy, him right arm too short, more short than him left arm. That boy did seem useless. That boy did seem waste-filled. But you have to know that boy's yonder brother did not think the same. Him prized that short-arm boy. Him cared of him, wherever them go. Him know the humans would not understand with words why to prize that short-arm boy so. Him not say it to them why. To love him, to care of him, to claim him, to prize him. In the dead of night come a man in a hood and a cape. And he crawl to the brother's door. He crouch, he quake, he cry, whine, pity. The brothers come quick to the sound. The hooded man, him saying, I is thirsty, I'm dying. I is hungry, I'm dying. Save me, oh save me. The brother's kind of heart Take the man and feed him, and give him water. He laid down on the ground, he sleep deep, and so did the brothers. But scoot the son, and only the boy short of arm, wake in the home. Madly the boy searched the home, madly he racked the ground, madly he screeched and howled the name of his brother, but he did not hear nor come. Heartbroken, he laid the ground until day became night and night unto day. The charmant know his troubles, and descend the mount, and come to the boy in his home. He curled on the ground, and on the ground did the charmant now lay, to see full well the boy's tear-soot face. What will you do, boy? What will you do? Loaf, what will I do? That asking is better asked of you. For tell me of what I shall do, and do it I must, for I dare not go against your awful words. And I dare not lie here like this, laying on the ground until I die, for that I will, unless you tell me what to do. Love looked full the boy sadly, knowing what the boy must soon do. You must find the brother that loved thee, boy. You must seek and seek to find what you have lost, and you will be despised. And you must turn your cheek, but never your face. And you must recover that brother to your chest and home. Boy looked and looked. I know not the way. Love say, you will. Boy say, the way is heavy, says this for he knows. Love say, yes. And the boy's eyes filled with tears. I, I will go the way to recover my brother that I have lost, for you have told me what to do. And the boy short of arm left his home and traveled far and wide, him sleep under stars and moon. Him and fear did tremble at the sound of wolves and lions that low growl the night long, him say to his own ear, if I die this night, I die for love of brother. And day come, and the boy did not die, so he went his long way. He come to a cave, deep, dark, dank, looked far to the cave and could not see for want of light, calls out, Hi. Hello?
this cave? Out slithers a snake. Long, lank, lean. Slithers to the boy and hisses. So, boy, seek, seek, seek. The boy rub his eyes, sights dimly there the dark. Him trust not his ear, for to see this strange creature, you would not think to hear a man's voice usher forth. I, to seek and save my brother, which I love and have lost, boy shall soon sink. What, say boy? Scream, say snake. A chill swept up the boy's arm, unto his back unto his toes, unto the tips of his hair. Shrink, and the snake slithered closer. Squander, and its two fangs glittered in the light of the moon. The boy could not move, and the fangs sank into his left arm, his strong arm, and them scrape out, and the boy shrink to the ground, and the boy squander till sun comes. When the boy woke on the ground, no snake to sight, in the new sunlight is far too bright for an evil creature of the cave and ground must flee it, for to save it from the ray it sends down. And the boy might think he dreamed it, but for he could not move it, that left arm no more. Oh, how the boy moaned, how he cried, for now the boy knew him was useless and waste-filled, and never more could he go. But for he heard the charmant yet again, you must seek and seek to find what you have lost. And to the charmant the boy short of arm said, I dare not go against your awful words. So the boy short of arms stand and go and meet trial after trial, which in number cannot be told here. The boy short of arm traveled far and wide from home and come to a mighty mire far and wide like a maw, smiling for to eat what creatures creep into its mossy waters. But the boy press on, into the murky depths, cannot see his feet, but him must cross the way for to get to the mount on the far side of the mire's muddy waters. Him walk, feel the mud suck at his feet. Him walk, feel swamp grass curl up his leg. Him walk, feel rough scales brush the short arm. He whips around to face a maw, smiling for to eat what creatures creep into its toothy grin. A crocodile, cold and grim. Can't, crooked arm, kid. Can't recover, brother. Curve back home, say crocodile, as him swirl in the dark waters around the boy short of arm. Him in fear did tremble. Strange to listen to a man's voice from the throat of such a crouching beast. His skin scratched by the scales of the crocodile, 
whose eyelids slid closed sideways. I cannot, the boy started. Crocodile laughed forth deep from his throat. But for him who sent me, Crocodile chokes on laugh, for him cannot argue with the crooked arm kid, whose trembling did stop when talk of charm it loathe. Still, the crocodile turned his face from the boy. You must sink. He swam further. You must shrink. Further. Shrink. Further still. Only his eyes rest above the water, then slid close sideways, then him sink under the dark depths of the muddy, murky mire water. The swamp was heavy before him, yet the boy short of arm pressed on, and come to the bottom of a mount's great high crest, to beat them down that sights the height, the sun to peak timid behind its crags, and steep to reach the peak. Bravely that boy marched on up the side the mount like the warriors been told of, though him not think of them. That boy only think of brother and home, and charm its word. You must seek and seek to find what you have lost. Him think the way is heavy, him left arm trailing the ground alongside him. Aye, the way is heavy, to reach the peak, the great high crest, and the toil dripped down and sweat the boy's eyes to fly as quick in sun's light. The heat to break the will of a warrior, but not a brother's love of brother. And then come a vulture to murmur in his ear lies and half-truths about yonder boy's brother and home and love itself. The boy short of arm did think it strange to hear the voice of man issue so from the beak of bird. Victim, vagrant, vagabond, spake it past bloody beak. Very vainly have ye voyaged. That brother does not love thee no more. Stay thee lies, you vulture, struggled forth the boy. He is a miserable wretch that finds that brother that loves thee not soil. Sink, scrape, shriek, squander yet. And the vulture swooped and cawed out in a sweep of feather up to the sky, where he banished himself to nether regions of darkness and vanished in dark clouds of dust. The boy climbed till broken and closed his eyes till moon shewed bright and mountain dew laid upon his cheek in the quick of night. He heard a howl like unto death and started up from the sound and scampered down a deep, dark, dread-filled place and huddled to the ground, unlike himself, as unlike day to night, lay the miserable brother of the short-armed boy. No one could count the brother's troubles. No one could know his every pain. No one could know how his heart turned in his chest at his sufferings and sorrow. And no one could know what pain he chose and what pain he was given without choosing. My brother, what has been done to you? 
the boy cried with tears in his eyes and sobs in his throat. And now come the strike that Charmit said to the boy would come. And the boy turned his cheek, but never his face. His brother strike his cheek again, again, till seemed seventy upon seventy. And his brother spat in his face and tore at his hair and bruised his skin. He cried out, Loath, loath, I loath the day I laid my eyes to you and your disgusting self. I despise you from the bottom of my screeching soul. I loathe you, you half of boy, you almost nothing. Why for I loved you? Why for I cared of you? Why for I claimed you? Why for I prized you? I know not. I recant. I wish I would have left you to die in the burning sun, and I wish you to die now. And the brother faint in a heap at the young boy's feet. I wish I had died before this day so I might never see this pain to fell you. I wish I could die now to save you, for I am made wretched to see you so. I am made nothing, and now this nothing, this less than half of nothing, will pick you up and love you as I have been loved, and care of you as I have been cared of, and claim you as I have been claimed, and prize you as I have been prized, for I will never recant of you. And the boy reached down with his right arm, his short arm, his weak arm. He picked up his brother, he carried him home, Scurry up the snake to slither twixt his toes, his feet to twine up, his limp arm right to his ear and hiss. Boy sinks, scrapes, shrinks, squander. And the boy gritted his teeth and trampled down the steep mount, brother across his shoulders, snake at his ear always hissing. When the boy gained the heat of the desert, the snake was made to slither on to the dark of a damp cave. And the boy laid on the sand beside his brother, small and asleep with his calamity, lips shriveled in the sun's heat. The sand shudder with thudded steps of crouched claws. And though he lay flat to the ground, the boy short of arms see the craggy grin of a many-mountained maw of a crocodile who creep from mire to taunt him like before. Can't crooked arm, kid. Can't recover, brother. Can't even curve back home. Crocodile laughed forth deep from his throat and was made to waddle back to depths dark enough to cover his dark intentions. Scoot the moon. Flaps out of the night come that vulture. sweep his wings all over him and stood before him, the hooded man, 
that man of cape and crawl and crouch. Him that once said, I is thirsty, I'm dying. I is hungry, I'm dying. Now is saying, you is useless. You is waste-filled. That I am, O hooded man, speak the boy. You is despised. You is recanted. That I am, O hooded man, speak the boy. You is unloved by all. That I am not, O hooded man, speak the boy. Which one among us will love thee, boy? The charm at them call loathe will love me, O hooded man. Speak the boy from lips shriveled. Say this, for he knows. That charm has sent you here to me. Why for you here, O hooded man, to turn from beast, snake, crocodile, vulture, to man again? What for are you? Speak the boy. I is ever thirsty. I is ever hungry. And you will never have your fill, speak the boy calmly, and laid his head on the sand, for never more could he go. And the hooded man stepped closer to the boy, and crouched over the boy's throbbing full heart. And from behind the dune of sand, at the scooting sun stepped the humble feet of Love, the charmed. From the bottom of the hill crossed the long way to the desert for to save the boy and his brother from the hooded man in cape. And the hooded man screeched and fled from the charmed in the rising sun for him cannot stay to gaze upon a charmed's love. That charmed him bent down and spilled his tears for the brother and the boy and sink to his knees and scrape his arms under them and shrink under the heavy weight and squander the long way home to carry them far from that place and take one in each of his charmed arms and carry them further than ever the boy traveled and further still till seemed seventy upon seventy times more. Him carried them home when them could not carry themselves. Him loved them. Him cared them. Him claimed them. Him prized them. And him not say why to prize them brothers so. Him know the humans would never understand with words why to love the brothers so.